Hello, America, and welcome to the inaugural 2020 Malv and Mowgli NBA offseason debate. I am your moderator for the show, Sir Charles Barkley. Today's debatees will be discussing important issues in regards to the upcoming 2020-2021 NBA season. To my right, I have the staunch Republican and one half of Malv and Mowgli, Malv. Hello, Charles. Hello, America. Malv has close ties to the Tillman Fertitta restaurant empire. I'm only partners with the Fertitas through their generous and gracious Bubblegum Corporation. Oh, those shrimp are good, ain't they? They're delicious. They're finger-licking good. Malv was also affiliated with the Sterling regime prior to Whoa! Charles, my publicist told you that I cannot speak about that. Plus, that was a witch hunt. Apologies, Malv. Apologies. Moving on. To my left is the other half of Malv and Mowgli, Mowgli. Hey, everybody. What's going on, Charles? Mowgli has been a strong advocate for power to the players since LeBron made the decision to go to Miami. That move will go down in history as the game changer for power to the players, Charles. He set the tone. I'm just following the superstars' lead. Punk ass. You ain't even playing the league. You're right, Charles. This fool is a punk. He doesn't know how to play basketball. Uh, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. <laughs> let's, let, let, let's not get a little hostile right now. We just started the show. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Let's move on to our first topic, shall we? Sounds good to me. I'm ready. Okay. First topic. The Brooklyn Nets and head coach Steve Nash have just hired Mike D'Antoni as the assistant coach. Mike D'Antoni will be rejoined with Steve Nash and Amaris Stoudemire, kind of like a Phoenix reunion. Mal, you have the mic first. How do you feel about this move? This has to be one of the stupidest off-season moves I, I could remember in like the, five, the last five years. Are you kidding me, bro? Why would Nash, a rookie NBA coach, go out and pick another rookie in Amari and then to top it off, he picks one of the worst coaches in the last eight years of the playoffs in Dan Tony. I'd like to interject here. I'd like to interject. First of all, what he's doing is building a solid foundation. Of losers? No, 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 no. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to compare this to what Steve Nash did his first year in Golden State. He surrounded himself with very elite talent. Alvin Gentry, Ron Adams. That's what he's seeing with Mike D'Antoni. It is a great move. It is a solid move. Mr. Mowgli, this wasn't your turn yet. Thank you, Charles. Please, please. My opponent wants to bring up Steve Kerr. This is what everybody wants to bring up, that it's just, you know, he'll pick retired members or, you know, established veteran coaching staff. At least pick winners. Kerr was part of winning franchises. He learned from the best. He learned from the god, Phil Jackson. And then he learned from his humble monk, Greg Popovich. Oh, I tell you something about them San Antonio women, though. Oh, oh no, Charles, no. There's some big old girls there. Oh, you, you preach to the choir, brother. You know, so I, I just don't see it right now. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see... My, D'Antoni hasn't proven himself as a winner on his own coach, and here we have National Mari hopefully influencing KD and Kyrie. What, where do you think that's going to go? I, I, don't, I don't see where that's going to go. What, tell me something. How's it going to work? Mowgli, your turn to rebuttal. Thank you, Charles. Malv? Well, I like the fact that you brought up Steve Kerr and the fact that, yes, he is a winner. He's a proven winner. I'm going to counter that with telling you that Steve Nash is a better player. He is the Hall of Famer. He has a better resume on... How many championships does he have? How many MVPs does he have? Back to back? How many championships does he have? My case is settled. No, it's not. I, I would argue that he is the better shooter. He is the better shot creator. He is the better manager of 
uh, egos. And that is going to help mm, him. That's pushing it, I think. Mal, wait your turn, that's brother. This reminds me of what he did. I, 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 was, I had this uh, point earlier in the, in, in the debate where, yes, it is like Steve Kerr, and he has those veterans, but he also has a new breed of, of new young coaches. I'm thinking of, uh, what, was it Jason Collins or Jaron Collins, one of, the, one of the big college twins? You have Luke Jason Walton. Jason Collins, probably. Luke Walton. You have, it, it's, he has people that have played in the league before. Amari has been through a lot of stuff in his life. If anyone can reach out and, and kind of be a mentor, a big brother to Kyrie and KD, they would listen to him. And, I, and, and Mike D'Antoni is an offensive great. Are you kidding me? Who wouldn't want him? He was a game away from taking the Warriors with a healthy Where are the wins? Where are the wins that count? He has that wins. Count. He has wins. That count. The only thing Where's he doesn't that... have is championships. And that's the only one that counts. That's what I've been saying. All right? I think. Hey, man, I ain't got no championships. <laughs> what you saying about me, punk? Like I said, there's no championships. They're not real winners, okay? I'll take Kerr over Nash any day. Well, we'll any see. day. We'll see. They're going to coach right now. We'll see those head-to-head matchups. Okay, okay. Great first topic right there. Let's move on to the second one, shall we? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The Philadelphia 76ers, my alma mater. Hey, you know I was drafted by them in 84. Man, I was so good back then. Charles, please, can you just get on with the questions? Yeah, stay on topic, please. The 76ers front office has recently acquired Doc Rivers as the head coach and now Daryl Morey as the general manager. Now it has also been reported by Shams that the 76ers are interested in trading for James Harden. Mal, you have the mic first. How do you feel about this? I am angered. James Harden should stay with the Rockets, and Maury should try to do his own thing in Philly. I don't think, he's, I don't think he should be trying to make the Rockets 2.0 over there, you know? And I don't think it would work, actually. What are we going to do? Who are we going to keep? Simmons or Embiid? Where, where, where is this going to go? And then what, what about Westbrook? I think Westbrook would be a better fit here in, uh, w- with Philly with them. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You are wrong. Westbrook is not the right fit. It's James Harden. If you're going to have Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook, two people who cannot shoot, they can only charge to the front of the rim. He ball hogs like you're ball hogging the mic. I believe I have 30 seconds left on hey, this topic. Hey, 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 everybody calm down. Calm down, okay? All right, then. But I'm saying iso ball. What are you going to do when he goes to 70, to the 70, if he goes to the 76ers? You're going to isolate these fools more who don't shoot? What are you going to do with Ben Simmons? You're just going to have him just play defense? You're going to have these fools play defense and let Harden do it? Because you know he's a better shooter. He could be a better assist than both these dudes. Huh? Where are you from there? Thank you for that, Malv. Okay, then, Mowgli, your turn with the mic. Thank you, Charles. I like how you think that Ben Simmons is going to be the one that's staying. Your whole argument is based on Ben Simmons and James Harden. That is not the right thing to do right there. If Shams is, is, is right in, in his report that Daryl Morey and everyone is interested in acquiring James Harden, most likely they're going to have to trade one of their, their pieces, right? That's what I'm saying. Who? You're going to trade Ben Simmons, the person who can't shoot. Embiid is going to be a dominant big dude. We don't know that right now. This is all speculation. That's who you want gone. That's that's who it, should be gone. Yeah. That's who should be gone. James Harden with Joel Embiid is a better combo because they can they can when Embiid is packing the floor, he can kick out to Harden who will be able to hit those shots. Now, yes, ball ball handling control is going to be an issue there. James mm-hmm. Harden needs to play more off ball a la Steph Curry, a la Jamal Murray. He is way more of a threat that way than ball hogging it. And I feel he needs a more athletic center, and I don't think he's going to get that with Embiid. 
you know, unless Embiid somehow kicks it in his own butt this off season and just like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what Jimmy, what would have kept Jimmy Butler here, you know, and work it. But I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I think this is a dumb trade. I think Houston is on a little bit more of a clean slate this upcoming season, and we should see how that goes. How that goes. I also think James Harden has a way better chance of getting out of the East than he does with the West. Everyone does, bro. And exactly my point. James the Harden East should sucks. Harden should be advocating to go back or to to go reunite with with Daryl Moore. No, he's gonna look weak. No, he won't. That's weak. Why would you play? You're already top eight with your ba- brand of basketball. That brand right? has so far proven it does not work. I know, but it keeps you in the top eight. And that's what I'm saying. They got this fresh new start, and Harden should stay, stick it out in Houston and go out with, I'd say, give it two, three more years extra just in case. He passed his prime right there. The move is now. Fellas, thank you so much. That was a very good no, uh, debate. Charles is right. You know, we should go on. We go should move the, on. Move on to the next Let's topic. Let's move on, you know, okay? We'll Let's move on to the Western Conference, shall we? And we're going to talk about who I believed was the championship favorite until they collapsed. Them dumbasses. <laughs> The Los Angeles Clippers, because Doc Rivers had gone to Philadelphia, they have hired Ty Lue as the new head coach. Also, it has been reported that Kawhi, he ain't like the point guards over there. He want a new one. And rumor is they want Rondo. Mm-mm-mm. Malv, you have Mm-mm-mm. the mic first. How do you feel about this? I've been bringing it up all postseason playoffs. Rondo needs to stay a Laker. I don't want CP3. I hear LeBron wants him. Why do we want an older player with a much bigger price tag? You know, let's treat Rondo right. Playoff Rondo. He earned that nickname. And I want to see that happen. I think CP3 is done for. Let him go back to the Clippers, okay? Let him go back to the Clippers and have a new start with Ty Lue. I think that'd be a better fit for him. But to disrespect Rondo that way, and I don't think it's right. But the coach, eh, I could go for. Tyler ain't bad, but uh, I'll never see him as a Laker again. Okay, Dan, I like that, I like that. Mowgli, your turn to rebuttal. You have the mic. Rondo was great. I remember hating him in 2008 and 2010 a lot. And he just redeemed himself. So he's going to have a special place in my heart. But sometimes you got to let go. You got to get better. You got to upgrade. And as far as Tyler and Rondo going to the Clippers, mm-hmm. Do it. You want to know why? Because Rondo is going to fuck up that chemistry so bad, and it's going to be an internal. I love it. I'm going to be a cynic. Ty Lue, I don't think he's going to be able to control all of those egos. Rondo is only good right now because he followed LeBron's lead. Rondo's not going to fly with all this fucking load management shit. He doesn't like, he's going to see what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and all this star treatment. He's not going to like that. He's going to say, yo, that's not how we do it here. Oh, yeah? You don't think I know what I'm talking about? See these rings right here? Bling, bling, motherfucker. He's going to point that out, and he's going to flex that, and I think that's going to cause a little bit of, of, of headbutting, in which in turn would lead to a combustible team, which and will the then Lakers lead, win, which will then lead to uh, to a collapse of the Clippers, which will then lead to another Lakers championship. So, I'm all for this. Wait, Charles, is it okay if me and my opponent agree on uh, certain topics? Because oh I like his master plan here. You know what? This is a first in debate history. Hopefully, though, with that, you're going to have players towards the end of their career or willing to to sacrifice their their a little bit of their salary for a championship. So well, that's we what even I'm get that for. close with CP3. Now I'm thinking I don't think so. 
I, I don't want it. I don't want it now. I don't want CP3. Throw him to the Clippers. All right. He I was think, good last year. He, I think yeah, he became a vegan. Play, yeah. He became a vegan. That's what he said. Oklahoma he would off. do that to you. Oklahoma yeah. has good barbecue. That's the only thing they got there, I think, right? Yeah, Tor- they tornadoes have, and barbecue. They have soy meat barbecue, bro. Let me tell you something. Oklahoma City, boy, their women are almost as big in San Antonio. I'll tell you that much. Ernie. Oh, my bad. Ernie ain't here. That's just a reflex. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, then. You on the barbiturates again, Charles. Hey, man. You're not a role model? Hey, I'm not a role model. I'm, I, it's about you guys, okay? Let's go to the next topic, shall we? So we're talking right now about the Houston Rockets. Now, we talked about James Harden going to the Philadelphia 76ers. We ain't even talking about Houston. Houston just hired a new coach, Steven Silas. Steven Silas previously was with the Dallas Mavericks, and they played fantastic with him. He helped Luka Doncic. Boy, Luka, Luka looked good. I'll tell you that much. Y'all agree? I'm going to agree with you right there, Charles. Luca was unstoppable last season. Oh, yeah. The last two seasons. The last two seasons. This last, awesome. this was his, those were his first two years in the league. I said the last two seasons. Am He's I wrong? Good. He's good. Am I wrong? He's good. The last two? He's good. I wasn't wrong. He's good. So, what do the Rockets do from here? Is Steven Silas the right head coach for the Rockets? And will he be willing to give up James Harden to Philadelphia? Malv, you have the mic. All I know about Steven Silas is his father, Paul Silas, who was also a coach player. And by any indication of through Paul's career, I really think that Steven Silas is going to have a much glorious and prosperous career compared to his father, okay? So I would say that's a heads up for the Rockets. Like you said, with Luka, you're hoping that magic goes on to Harden. I think if he gets that more of a boost, we're done. It's done. Houston's going to stay that top eight. So Houston will not be willing to sacrifice James Harden. No, you got to be an idiot. You'd be an idiot to get rid of Harden. That's what I'd be saying, all right? All these other teams want him. But no, keep him in Houston. Keep him in Houston. Let him flourish this year and see where we go on, okay? Mowgli, it is your turn on the mic. Well, I like your optimism there, Malv. But according to my sources, a.k.a. Reddit, (laughs) Fake news. James Harden and Russell Westbrook didn't even want Steven Silas as their head coach. They were campaigning for John Lucas or Ty Lu, and they weren't even able to get them. So there's already going to be that 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 friction, Strife. that friction between them two as the head mm-hmm. coach. Luca, he is basically an early James Harden right now. So we already see how it goes. He's not going to like that. I think James Harden needs to go to Philly. That's the right move. Steven Silas is not the right coach. He's a loser. He's a loser like his dad. I'm sorry. This is so mean of Steven. <laughs> He's a good guy. I like Steven. He's a loser. You're right. <laughs> but there's no way Harden's going to the 76ers. You keep bringing this up that Harden has no, to go. He to has to do it here. Listen to me. Give you, it, the, give it, give hey, it what happened. Hey, 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 everybody. Calm down. Calm My down. God. This is just so hard when he's speaking lies right in front of me. I'm not speaking the lies. You're the one with the affiliations to, to Tillman Fertitta, he's the Houston Rockets owner, and you know how much of a cheapskate he is. He wants to get rid of one of those contracts, either Westbrook or James Harden, and this is his chance. This is his opportunity. Get to rid unload. of Westbrook. Unload Westbrook. Want? Unload Westbrook. No one is going to we want Westbrook. don't bring Westbrook. this up. I bring up an ulterior plan. I said it earlier. No Let's get rid of Westbrook. Want, no one's going to want Westbrook. We don't know that. We, we haven't tried. We want James Harden. We haven't he's tried. Work there. We haven't tried. Gentlemen, I like your passion. We have moved on to the final section of the debate. This is mine. This is my win here. 
okay, this is about the league itself. The NBA ended its season after almost a three-month hiatus. They started in October 2019. They finished October 2020. A year, the longest in, in the history. You know what I'm saying? And now, the league is proposing a quick turnaround of a December 22nd restart date. Malv, you have the floor first. How do you feel about such an early date for a restart? Yes, 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 and yes. I need it by Christmas. That's what I need. I need this by Christmas, okay? Look at what the bubble showed us. The people want basketball. We want basketball. And I'm saying right now that the league has to look into options of letting home teams open up their games. You know, have whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, Let- listen to me here. Listen to me here. You cannot do that right now. Home games? The, do, do, you need a bubble format. Is the NFL or MLB playing games right now with people in them? Audiences in the stands? Yes, yes, the NFL is. Okay, and then, there's going to be COVID. There's COVID outbreaks. Okay, but basketball is a little bit different, okay? What did this postseason just show? Zero, guys. Zero COVID test positives in the NBA this postseason. That's because they were in a bubble, That's a, dumbass. Hey, dumbass! Regardless of that, what was it? Zero. Hey, hey, they, I just heard you called him a dumbass. There's no need for foul language hey, thank here. Thank you, okay? Charles. Jeez. Keep it civil, everybody. Professional, okay? So with that, I believe that the NBA could definitely have its 28-30 teams. Maybe not all the home teams. Not every team have home games. Maybe a little bit more of the profitable ones because of you know the money we've lost and the viewership. But You're I talking think about home games. Are you including fans in them? That's what yes, you're trying to say? Yes, yes. Yes. Why can't we have fans? The you, fans want to be there. Do you not care? Well, uh, let me bring something else. Here's another fact from the postseason. Zero, zero fans in the audience contracted COVID this postseason. I wonder why. I think a bubble I don't might know. have zero, to do with that. Zero. I'm just saying. Zero. We could expand this to all the teams. I don't see the what's wrong with more than 80% of the team has sat out. Most of them weren't in the playoffs. What's a good two, three turnaround? Come on. We need this. America needs this. Mowgli, it is your turn with the mic. Thank you, Charles. First of all, a quick turnaround that quick for December. They just ended in October. No, that's way too soon. I understand they want to do this and have a 72-game season. This is what has been proposed. So that way... They end it right before the Olympics, and then that way they can kind of get back to normal, the normal schedule. Yeah, the, after the, the season after. But this is way too soon for those very, very elite contending teams. They're athletes. It doesn't matter. They need their rest. They need their recovery. I, I said 80% of the league was had a rest, bro. Those teams aren't the teams that you're watching. That, that, that's not why you're tuning in to watch basketball, those teams that didn't make it to the, to the, to the bubble. Okay, those are just the filler teams before the actual game start, which these teams have been playing in. So they need that rest. And there's been no, no, no rest. You're bringing up what Danny Green's brought up, that you're going to rest some of the star players at the beginning. That's what he said. LeBron might do that. There's no point in that, you know. What does the regular season mean? First of all, there's going to be no fans. There will be. If this happens, there's no fans. Yes, there will be no fans. There's going to be fans. I know it. The Players Association, they had countered that December 22nd date to an MLK Day opening date, which I am way more for. It's not going to be 72 games. You're going to start a little bit later, but MLK, which is in January, can still lead up to the beginning of the Olympics, which then will coincide with 
uh, 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 schedule so what familiar. Is like a forty-five games. No, season? no, it can be at least sixty, for sure sixty. I don't really know too many of the details, but an MLK Day start with a late June, early July finish would make it would make it so so the NBA can start again in October of twenty twenty one. No, we've always and had a Christmas game. As much and this I, is going to be the perfect time to bring that Christmas game. Listen, I love that Christmas idea. You don't. No, you sound like a fascist I, to no, me. No, I don't. Are you hey, so, hey. I'm There's sorry. no fascist here, okay? Socialist. He sounds like a socialist with his load managing and star players not playing. No, it's not. No, it's not. And that's... I. I These re- guys make million dollars, all right? That. I resent that. Tell okay. them to dribble that ball and play some good basketball, okay? They're not going to shut up and dribble. I didn't say okay. that. I didn't say that. Okay, They're not going to stand back and stand by, okay? I didn't say that. I said dribble the ball. You're insinuating this, you bastard. Okay, listen. They're going to do this. I want an MLK Day start, and if they do it, it has to be in a, in a bubble format. I'm, so, I'm sorry, players. Yes, you're going to have to be away from your family, but we need a product that can guarantee to survive from start to finish. And so far, the bubble is the only way that it can work. And also, that's the money thing, too. You don't want to stop money. those games. Yeah. You don't want to stop those games. The money. I've said it. How is the league going to continue to stay afloat if we don't have open games with our fans? We've already saw that the viewership was down this year during the postseason. Now, how is that going to be with this new modified season? I don't think we should take a chance with this new season. I think we should start right before Christmas. Folks, I had just received some breaking news in my earpiece. It looks like the NBA season is likely to start on December 22nd, which means a 72-game season beginning around Christmas time, meaning they would probably play on Christmas as well. What was that, Charles? What was that? What did you just say right now? They going to play on Christmas. Mowgli, I am right again. Why do you doubt me? I, what did I say? You have one topic right. I winning is winning. Loser. No, oh, I told you. Hey, hey, hey. I'm the winner. No, I win. No belittling. It's my here. turn, Charles. It's my turn. It's my turn. I'm the winner. The league needs to do this for its fans, okay? Well, thank you so much. This was a very hotly contested debate. I had a lot of fun. Hopefully our listeners did too. If you have anything that you would like to say to Malvin Mowgli or show some support to the fine gentleman right here, feel free to rate their podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow them on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. They also have a social media, Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. That is for their Instagram and their Twitter. Did I already mention the email, folks? Malv and Mowgli at gmail.com. Anything else, fellas? No, I just want to thank you, Charles, for, you know, showing up and being our moderator. I'm, I'm sad Ernie couldn't make that. it, you know? Well, Ernie got too tipsy off the lean at the cookout, so he couldn't be here. So I filled in valiantly. Thank you, Sir Charles. Thank you. Did you did a great job, Charles. Um, and I know I won, so that's great. I, am, I won. Uh, I won. I think I was the better debater we'll, tonight. We'll let our listeners. Listeners, please feel free to tell us who do you think won the debate as well. And don't forget, y'all got to vote too. Vote or die, motherfucker, motherfucker, vote or die. Rock the vote or else I'm going to stick a knife through your eye. Democracy is founded on one simple rule. Get out there and vote or I will motherfucking kill you. Yeah, I like it when you vote, bitch. bitch. Shake them titties when you vote, bitch. bitch. I slam my jimmy through your mouth roof. mouth roof. Now get your big ass in the polling booth. 
I said, boat, bitch, or I fucking kill you.